technology is now giving us the chance to go backwards and ask these questions again. What is the best ingredient for achieving a certain function? And now we can produce it even if naturally it doesn't occur in large quantities. Um, so that's the possibility of what Eggmented is pursuing. Welcome to 20 Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20 Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and Tech2Peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Chord Ventures, J-Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J-Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo, and in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello and welcome to 20 Minute Leaders, and now we're going to dive into the world of food tech with John Rathauser, the Chief Egg Officer and Co-Founder of Eggmented Reality, a co-chair also of the Naval Alumni Organization, an advocate of combining social impact with business models that sustain and scale. Thank you so much for taking the time. Um, you're working on something really, really cool. that I don't know much about, but I know a little bit about the space, and so I'm excited to have a, a fun, informal, but very formative conversation with you um, about augmented reality, which is one of the coolest names, by the way, for, for a startup, especially in the, <laughs> especially in the, uh, in the, in the food tech world. Uh, and I love the chief egg officer, which you'll tell me soon about. Uh, And so, uh, John, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into food tech? Tell me a little bit about your journey also in Israel and, and, and we'll get started. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with the journey to Israel. Yeah. Um, I've, been, I've been in Israel about nine years. And what first brought me here was a sport. I competed for the Israeli national lacrosse team uh, for a bunch of years. I know a lot of people don't even know that Israel has a lacrosse team. They only know lacrosse from American Pie, but... Uh, yes, we're actually pretty good. We finished seventh in the world, second in Europe. Um, so we're really proud of that. That's what got me here, but lacrosse is a pretty violent and aggressive sport. And so it's not something you can play forever. I was smart enough to know that at a young age. And I looked around and I found an MBA program here in Israel at the Tefmion. So that was my first year here. I competed for the Israeli national lacrosse team. I studied for my MBA. And near the end of that, I founded uh, my first company, a digital health company called Kihila. Uh, built that for the last eight years. Uh, but fast forward to today, I'm the CEO, chief egg officer, and a co-founder of Eggmented Reality. Um, like anything worthwhile in Israel, it started with a disagreement. Um, and so I was looking at a different opportunity. I disagreed with uh, the person leading that. We went our separate ways. He went on to lead a different food tech company and the incubator that was supporting them, Fresh Start in Northern Israel, um, they were creating a new venture called Augmented Reality. He put my name forward as uh, someone who could, should be considered to lead the organization and uh, the, the rest is history. I love it. Okay. And your own relationship with, with food, just so that I know the context of the relationship with Augmented? Yeah, so I've been a consumer of food for the last 32 years since the beginning. Uh, beyond that, the food industry is new to me. Um, I've learned a lot. I've learned quickly. And um, 
you know, on the one hand, it's a very traditional uh, industry, but on the other, it's undergoing a lot of change today. And my one kind of deep and personal connection, I grew up in New Jersey. My grandmother grew up on a chicken farm in New Central New Jersey, Hillsborough, New Jersey. And she would deliver eggs over to Princeton University to Albert Einstein. And so uh, my mom has made the project of finding these old checks from Albert Einstein to my no grandmother way. and her family found a news article about it. And no so it, it's this really cool uh, connection where my grandmother used to deliver, you know, eggs to one of the smartest people. And I would just wonder what they would think today if they knew we were making egg or egg-like proteins uh, without the chicken, you know, the, what, what they would respond to that. All right, well, let's dive into it. Tell me a little bit about uh, about augmented reality. What, what, is it, what is it all about? And what, what is the, really the, 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 the pain points and opportunity that augmented reality lives in? I think that's a good place right. to start. Yeah, so the food industry is undergoing a lot of change today. Consumers are demanding clean, vegan, non-genetically modified food and food products. Um, for food manufacturers, this is a big challenge for them as they seek to move away from animal source proteins that they've always used. They're losing the functionality that makes our food work. So these are the, the functions of gelling, binding, foaming, things that keep our cookies stuck together and, and things that make our cheese stretch as we expect it to. Um, as we move away from animal source proteins, we're losing that. And 60% of our dietary protein today comes from animal sources. So it's not an easy fix. Um, and so augmented reality is focused only on protein functionality. Um, so we think about the egg, but not for the egg on your breakfast plate, more so for the reasons that the food industry uses egg. It's function. We search for function using bioinformatics across protein databases. And once we identify proteins that we expect to give us better functionality, we'll produce that using precision fermentation or using microorganisms that when you feed them and make them happy, they'll you know produce protein for you. So at a high level, that's what we're doing. Our first product is an egg functional alternative. So um, I, I emphasize the functional because we're not trying to recreate the egg um, we're not trying to, you know, be a direct replacement of a methylcellulose. Uh, instead, we focus on the functionality. We search for it. We're open-minded about where it comes from. And once we identify it, we produce it. Um, the egg and methylcellulose functional uh, market is a combined $41 billion market, um, but we're a platform. And so we'll repeat this search and identify additional functionalities and produce it um, across the growing $115 billion protein ingredients market in the future. All right, let's talk about um, perception, the world's changing. How, and what, how convicted are we that, that whether it's segmented, and I hope it's segmented, especially for our conversation, but that this industry is going to be turned upside down and, and how long do you think that'll happen until we get there from a consumer standpoint? Yeah, well, um, it's it happening and, and it's happening relatively quickly, uh, really as we speak. I mean, last week, there was a major approval by the uh, U.S. Food and Drug Administration that approved 
uh, one uh, company's cultured meat product. So this is the first cultured meat product to uh, be approved for consumption in the U.S. Um, Singapore is the only other place that had allowed it. So this was kind of a major hurdle that the food tech space and cultivated meat in particular um, just overcame. That's not exactly what we do. Precision fermentation is a uh, fermentation is a very old technology, um, and there have been approved uh, products already uh, in, in the different markets that we're interested in. Um, but there's a huge need to make this transition, whether it's for environmental reasons, animal welfare reasons, uh, because we want more out of our food, greater nutrition, better functionality. Um, and so on the one hand, this is problem solving and other areas where this is really needed, it has to do with supply chain. So we've seen the effects of war. Uh, we've seen the effects of contamination. So there's a massive bird flu right now that's affecting the, the egg supply. Um, this is a regular thing. It happens all the time. So for various reasons, we need alternatives um, and, and it's happening already. Um, the final way that we think about this at Augmented Reality is um, the opportunity. It's not just problem solving, but what would a chef, a baker, a food company do? What kind of products would they create if they didn't have the limitations of today's ingredients? And so, you know, think about your grandmother's cooking and um, the food that we all grew up with and we love, the ingredients that she put into it. Were they the best ingredients or were they what was passed down to her or what was convenient and in the backyard? Technology is now giving us the chance to go backwards and ask these questions again. What is the best ingredient for achieving a certain function? And now we can produce it even if naturally it doesn't occur in large quantities. Um, so that's the possibility of what Eggmented is pursuing. Interesting. And so talk to me a little bit about how where Eggmented is going to be intercepting into the whole supply chain of, you know, the food industry that you're in. So what, what, what's sort of the point of intervention that you're taking and how is that going to impact subsequently the remaining steps? Yeah. So Augmented Reality is a B2B ingredients company. So you won't find our product on your grocery store shelf. Instead, we're working with food manufacturers to provide them the ingredients that they're looking for. Um, and, and so on the one hand, our customers are very sophisticated and, and they're looking for something very specific and we have to deliver in terms of performance. Uh, but on the other hand, we don't have to worry about creating a brand in the same way that a consumer packaged goods company would have to worry about that. Um, and so we're an enabler, both of the existing or traditional food and beverage industry, but also the next generation of food tech companies. So many of these uh, consumer-oriented food tech companies, they are having challenges meeting consumer demand, consumer expectations around what does it mean to be a plant-based burger? What does it mean to be alternative dairy? And so again, this is the challenge of transitioning away from uh, animal-derived protein. We're losing that functionality. So augmented reality can give those companies, the old or the new companies, um, the functionality that's missing, do it in a way that aligns with all their other goals, you know, getting rid of animals from the supply chain or having something that's more environmentally friendly and, and ultimately deliver on the expectations that their customers are seeking. And so from your perspective, is that, where is the market? 
in terms of the readiness for you? Assuming that let's say you had a you know the brilliant product that is price com- that perhaps is price competitive or maybe maybe you know it's it's okay that it's not necessarily price competitive. Where, where are you in terms of the market? Yeah. So number one, the company is very young. We were established in February of this year, twenty twenty-two. A few months ago, yeah, yeah. Just course. a few That's months why we're, ago. That's we're imagining. This is all about a vision podcast. Yeah. We're we're sprinting forward. We're really happy with the progress and and the stage we're at. Um, the the food manufacturers we speak with are ready. Um, they, they've been looking. They haven't found uh, what we're able to deliver. And so our challenge is is giving them enough protein to work with and and integrate into their products today. Uh, there's a general challenge in the uh, precision fermentation space, which is there isn't enough uh, fermentation capacity globally. And so this is something we're working with partners to address. Um, but to just to answer your question directly, people are looking for our solutions today. We're speaking with them about our next products. Um, there are other functional needs that we haven't catered to yet. And so we're, we're already in the process of identifying our next products and beginning to start partnerships around that. Very, very cool. And so tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, you as a, C- as a CEO or sorry, chief egg officer. And, uh, and a little bit about your take now on leadership. You've held quite a few interesting roles. You're actively involved with all sorts of communities as a coach in lacrosse. I'm sure that there's a lot of insights to be learned there about leading a team, especially in a space that is very values, values driven. You have a phenomenal team. Uh, Hilit, for example, I mean, she sounds uh, incredible, uh, but tell me a little bit about, you know, how you perceive your own role. As, as sort of chief egg officer here. Yeah. So Halit and the rest of our team, uh, our two co-founders, Dr. Itamar Yadid, Itai Blach, um, Hadar, Dasi. Um, so everyone on our team is absolutely outstanding. I learn from them on a daily basis. Um, I view my role as making sure that they have what they need to, to execute. Um, they're the scientists. They're the ones making this happen. Um, I, I'm an enabler within our company to support them in, in their challenges. Um, I do have a science background, a science degree. I'm definitely not the scientist. I know enough to, uh, follow the conversation, maybe ask a few questions, but more importantly, one to hand it over to the expert. Um, and so I, I definitely know my limitations and I do my best to stay within my lane. Um, beyond that, you know, I'm a, I'm a very, um, goal oriented leader. Um, but I, I try not to take myself too seriously at the same time. Hence my title. Uh, that's not the title that was, uh, given to me when I took this role, but, um, I had some fun with it. And so, um, you know, I, I think we're doing our best to enjoy, uh, our team, our process, it's an absolute roller coaster, you know, highs and lows, like most startups. And so um, I'm really fortunate to to be building this with such incredible people. And we're having fun along the way. We're all super motivated by, you know, the best things, I would say, trying to feed a growing population healthy food without destroying the environment. Um, and yet it's my job to really keep us uh, business oriented. If we want to have that impact, then it's our job to make sure that this is a really successful financial business so that we can attract investors and scale this in a way 
where we can reach more people and have that impact at a larger scale. So that's something that I've learned from my past experiences, my digital health company before this. I would say as a first time entrepreneur on that, perhaps my mistake was, um, you know, being so problem oriented and, you know, I, I was obsessed with the problem. Um, and I told that impact story first and the business story second. And I think what I learned from that was to lead with the business case and the impact will follow. I think of it as the Trojan horse, right? Mm-hmm. So be, be accepted because we are better, less expensive, wh- whatever our competitive advantage is. And as a result of being accepted and adopted, we're going to have that impact that we're all seeking. So that was a key learning for me uh, from my past venture to this one not really doing anything differently other than what story do I tell first? I know our investors will be our biggest cheerleaders as soon as we uh, convince them of the business and, and they're going to be the ones telling the impact story. Um, so that that's something that I, I've brought forward with me. Uh, you mentioned my experience with different lacrosse teams. Sports uh, have been yeah. a huge part of my life. Um, you know, understanding it's a process um, you can't show up to the game without having done the practices that you needed and expect a, a positive outcome. It's the hard work when no one's looking. It's doing the right thing every time. Um, those are kind of the, the values that I've taken from my athletic career and, and do my best to incorporate that into uh, this startup. I love it. Vision of the company of what you're doing in the world, of what a success would mean for a company like Augmented Reality. It's just such a fun name to say, Augmented Reality. It really yeah. is. Uh, what, what, what would be uh, the vision from your perspective? Yeah, so I think the vision would be that the people that we, the, the organizations that we support, that they achieve massive success because of us, Right. Today, they have challenges with certain functionalities. Their adoption is challenged by that. And so uh, if we do a really good job in delivering the functionality that we're focused on, um, we're going to see it in the companies that we support. So really enabling these other companies, helping them achieve as much success as possible, that, that's a dream of ours. Um, and alongside that, the potential of this is what I call designer proteins. Not that they're synthetic, not that type of designer, uh, but instead, you know, I think of a, someone sitting in front of a computer with some levers and they say, I want more gelling, but less foaming. And so you tell us exactly what you want. We can tailor a solution to your need. Um, and so that's what we're working towards. We're listening closely to the needs of our uh, food and beverage manufacturing partners. Um, and everyone has slightly different use case. And so the ability to tailor solutions around their use case, um, I think that would be a, an amazing thing to achieve. I love it. And so if you're looking now at, from a consumer standpoint, what, what do you need to achieve in order to, to accomplish the feats there from me as a, I guess, as an egg eater or somebody who's eating eggs and wants to enjoy you know, the final product that is driven as a result of the engagement with your product, what do you need to achieve on that front? Yeah. So I I think that our customers, the food and beverage manufacturers, they're the ones listening very closely to what their customers, the end consumer um, is focused on. At the end of the day, I I would say 
continue being you, you know, pursue the thing that you're interested in. Um, don't settle for something less. So I want eventually for myself to enjoy eating a vegan only diet. Uh, I eat everything today, but I, I would love to be able to, you know, have an alternative to meat that was satisfying to me, to have an alternative to fish that was satisfying to me. And so, you know, it, it's our job as food tech entrepreneurs to enable that future. And I think the best thing that the individual consumer can do is try, try these new options, um, show the food company is your interest. And if it's not meeting your expectations, demand more, you know, don't, don't settle for less, but instead put the burden on these food manufacturers to deliver to our expectations and allow the food tech entrepreneurs, food tech organizations to uh, rise to the occasion. John, thank you so much. Really wishing you best of luck with augmented reality. Sounds like an awesome journey from an awesome uh, standpoint and a great entrance. And it sounds like uh, a lot of excitement, vision, and um, clarity, conviction over these uh, last few months. So I'm going to continue following from the side. And thank you very much. Thank you, Michael. Appreciate it. Thank you.